Welcome listeners to Creators and COVID, a podcast where I talk to creatives about their experiences coping with the coronavirus pandemic. Whether you started a new business and made something incredible or barely managed to survive with your sanity, we want to normalize those stories and create an archive so that the future can look back at our experiences and learn about the many forms coping and surviving take on in a global crisis. For Corey, the lockdown was not productive at all. In fact, the usually fit cameraman found himself getting lost in the social media wormholes and stuffing himself with bad food. One day, after scrolling through some videos on Instagram, he found some CrossFit videos that seemed doable from home. Corey quickly invented ways to do the workouts while also observing how some of the CrossFit workouts and routines created amazing poses for photographs and some great video. Soon, the cameraman found himself immersed in a world where very few Black artists ventured, yet there was so much to capture. His work with visual arts now serves as a way to document and inform while also keeping his own body fit and healthy. Corey found a new space to ply his craft, one that is in dire need of Black creator influence. His story is one that can help creators who are still trying to find their way after lockdown decimated connections to their craft. Listen in as we discuss this and more on the Creators in COVID podcast, episode three, finding a new purpose for the passion. So I want to start um, this, this podcast is all about how the pandemic affected uh, creators and how you coped and kind of, to kind of normalize coping mechanisms that we use and to also um, kind of document what happened to us during COVID because <laughs> there's not a lot that, that talks about what happened to the cre- the people who created all the content, you know, while everything was happening. Right. Like, yeah. So you, right. you are um, your job before your work before the pandemic. Can you go into that and tell us a little bit about that, what you did? I mean, I guess I've done a, a lot of things, but I was trying to do more of like, you know, covering uh, live events, whether it be, you know, music or entertainment, like red carpet stuff and uh, uh, mixing video in with that occasionally. But I know like I was uh, right before everything shut down, I was going to go to South by Southwest and I had a, a few a few things going. I was going to be working with you and a few other, uh, you know, uh, organizations at South by Southwest and it was going to be a really big year for me. And then the pandemic kind of shut that, shut that down. And I, I also do uh, some like film set photography and behind the scenes footage too, occasionally uh, and stuff like that. But I was kind of really going to make a big push uh, early 2020, really, really kind of make a big push. And then the pandemic kind of slowed all that to a grinding halt. Everybody kind of slammed into a wall there at lockdown. And I remember when South by Southwest shut down everything. And I'm like, because it was it was for me as a writer, it was going to be a big deal for as well, because you're, yeah. you're a freelancer. Right. So so we kind of have that in common where we we kind of get a, a pile of projects together. Yeah. <laughs> and and it was supposed to be a big payday. So what happened um, when lockdown kind of made you stop in your tracks what 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 happened next oh uh, well i think early on what ha- like what happened with a lot of people uh i just kind of ate and drank <laughs> <in my heart. laughs> 
uh, alone uh, for a little bit. And then that didn't last very long because that wasn't fun. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I just started sort of exploring other things and watching, watching a lot of content like everybody else and just kind of figuring, just kind of figuring out some new ideas for, you know, whenever I do get a chance to get out uh, again, since a lot of stuff I was doing was based on things happening with people there. Uh, it really seemed daunting. Uh, and the more, the more you don't, you know, do stuff, the, the more you start to doubt that you were ever good, good at anything to begin with, which is so silly. Like all it takes is a little bit of time of not, uh, doing things that you know that you're good at and you forget that you were good at them. Uh, so it was a, definitely a little bit of like, uh, your mind playing tricks on you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I sort of got really into fitness stuff, which I know before we got on here, you know, maybe a week or two ago, I kind of was about that. I started finding a lot of content on CrossFit and some documentaries and things like that that I didn't know existed. Uh, before the pandemic, I kind of did, you know, CrossFit just as like a something I did three times a week just to stay active and, you know, stay kind of healthy, but I never paid attention to it. Like I didn't realize there was like a sport wrapped around it or anything like that. I think I'd sort of heard that, but it never um, registered to me as a real thing. And then as I was in uh, lockdown, I'm not sure how I came across. And, you know, I think on Instagram, there's a shoe company called Noble that makes uh, fitness shoes. Uh, I mean, uh, athletic shoes mainly for a, a lot for CrossFit, but they make them for a lot of different sports and they just have really good, uh, branding uh you know photography wise stuff that i'm really mm-hmm. i really like so I, I i would i just like to follow accounts like that that have stuff like that and they kept posting these really cool slow motion videos of people like lifting heavy weights and running and it just looked really cool and i was like what is that what 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 is this this looks it looks neat and these are well put together what is this and then uh it was for a documentary about i guess the 2019 crossfit games that was so they kind of helped build anticipation for this documentary. And then as soon as the documentary came out on Amazon, I just bought it right away. Cause I, I just been, I've been watching these videos for like half a month now, little snippets that are putting out. It mm-hmm. looks so interesting. I bought it and I watched it and I was kind of hooked uh, from, from there, I guess. And I, I just started like almost overdoing it on watching content like that and trying to figure out how I can work my way into that world to hopefully create, content in there too because it just it just looked really neat so you were just you know start strolling through instagram one day and just started yeah. this is some cool stuff okay and then dove right in by entering that world you actually started crossfit workouts right yeah well and like i said i was doing it before mm-hmm. but i wasn't not the same way i wasn't i wasn't like really doing it i, I didn't I had no concept of the greater CrossFit community or anything like that. I was just mm-hmm. kind of going, going to a gym. For me, it's easier if someone just sets up the workout for me. It's like, oh, this is easy. I can, I can go in here a couple of times a week and do this and it'll be fine. I didn't pay attention to anything else really. And so, yeah, once I started, I started like really like paying attention to it as a whole. And so once the gym that I went to here opened up again, I was, I came in with a different mindset. Yeah. I started doing workouts like at the local, uh, football field outside with a friend of mine that had been texting me and asking me how I was staying fit, you know, during the pandemic. And I told him, you know, I was doing, I've been looking for CrossFit workouts online and just doing those. So I almost became like his personal trainer. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, I would, I would get the workout. I bring it and we go do it in the, at the football field outside. And I just kept doing that and got, got, uh, you know, a lot fitter. And then once the gyms opened up, I kind of jumped in like, 
head first stuff. And, and like I said, still trying to figure out, well, I, I like to create content. How can I figure out how to, how to create in this you know area? Because it's so, uh, it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's sort of, I, I fell into that. I, I don't think if the pandemic hadn't happened, I'm not sure that I would have even thought about falling into that stuff, you know, and, and not mm-hmm. that I don't still, uh, enjoy uh, some entertainment stuff, but I also like this now too. So this is like a whole new uh, playground for me to, to play in. So you had to have that moment where you were stopped in your tracks and stuck yes. like with nothing so to find this new area. So how did you start creating content for um oh well it was the they they were starting to have competitions again uh, and a lot of the bigger uh a lot of when the was, sorry i don't mean to interrupt but when was this when did this happen when did the competition start happening? they didn't really start happening again until like like 2021 honestly like like yes. i well, well i started to work out and stuff I, i've done some smaller competitions myself like been in them but like the sport as a whole they had that they had a in, a small in-person one you know at the end of 2020 mm-hmm. um that they only let like you know i think like 10 athletes go to that one i think and it was very you know sectioned off and because that was before there was any vaccines or anything like that mm-hmm. Um, and then later, uh, like maybe like early this year, early 2021 is when they had their first, like, I think maybe March ish, mm-hmm. maybe March, maybe May, somewhere between March and May. I, I know that's a big time <laughs> gap. I have to look up, look up an email, but somewhere around them they had their first, like a uh, semifinal competition, mm-hmm. uh, which is like their, uh, kind of playoffs for CrossFit, I guess. Uh, and they, uh, and I went and I just signed up to volunteer. At one mm-hmm. of them, because uh, I knew that that'd be an easy way to get in, you know, to get in to kind of see what it was like, volunteer for for the media team, and just come in and show them that I have all these skills and let them put me to work and see what happened. So it was in Minnesota. Uh, I did that, and it uh, it went went really well. And they started asking me to come back to other stuff, basically. Oh, okay. Um, so they started to come back as a volunteer, or did they see no, your I, content? Yeah, I started to. Well, people started to pay attention to some of the stuff that I shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was able to just meet, I was able to meet a lot of the athletes and some of the coaches and other, other people in the sport and start to sort of make contacts mm-hmm. uh, that, that eventually got me to the CrossFit games, uh, uh assisting, uh, Noble, which is the, the title sponsor of it, of the oh. CrossFit, uh, with, you know, their content team. Uh, oh. and yeah, yeah. And that was, that was, that was really huge. You know, had a, had a lot of access, was able to meet a lot of people, uh, and, started to meet more people online and you know I, I just got back from texas from the rogue invitational working for a different brand uh there uh i i have a you know a documentary idea i'm trying to put together with uh with one of the athletes and their coach um so it kind of opened the door to a lot of other other things just being there kind of opened up the door to you know i was able to go to a couple of the other semifinal events uh, you know, with with a lot of my stuff covered and getting paid, so it kind of it, it kind of just sort of got the ball rolling a little bit. Because with any new area, it takes a while to kind of get some traction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so early on, I, I had enough money to kind of foot my own own bills, so I could go figure it out, which is good. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I'm I'm still kind of in the process of that, but I've got some to have some cool opportunities ahead. Yeah. But but again, none of that stuff would have happened had I not been, uh, you know, had the lockdown not happened, which is mm-hmm. strange thing because there's a lot of not great stuff that came out of that. But this is this is one positive, I think. I love this. I love all of this um, because you you've, you've sort of gone from you're still in entertainment. I mean, because, yes. the, yeah. because this is you're still shooting the games and the competitions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's just different, I guess. Yes. Um, but it's also like a, a, a lifestyle change for you as well. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't. Uh, I mean, not that drinking is bad, but I mean, I don't, I don't drink as much. It's kind of, yeah, everybody, the whole, I mean, I see why people, people would always joke that, you know, it's kind of a cult type, you know, style thing, uh, before, before I really got into CrossFit, but I see why it's very, really positive. Everybody kind of does the same type of thing. I mean, I get it. Um, but I think just it, you know, I just saw the results that I got uh, from everything. Like it helps me do, even when I go do other things, it helps me do my job uh, better. Um, like it helps me move better when I'm, you know, when I'm out photographing stuff, like being in better shape and stuff like that, and changing the way that the way that I eat. And I think it helped me kind of make it through the rest of uh, uh, lockdown because I had, I had a different goal, goal in mind and it kind of sort of restructured, uh, everything. Like I started looking forward to those workouts every day. Like when I was planning my day around, I mean, it kind of gave me a, a routine because I feel like, at least I know for me, like early on during lockdown and stuff, all the days kind of melted together, uh, for a while. Like I, yeah, like, yeah. you know, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be sure. Like when was it, is it Tuesday or is it Wednesday? <laughs> you know, what, because all the, all of our regular markers, you know, all of our regular routines were shattered because we weren't going anywhere. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, so every everything was off. And I feel like it was the all those those little workouts were like a nice little sort of new piece of routine that I could do every every day that kind of helped center everything a little bit and pull things back. You know, I mean, not not necessarily the way they were, but it kind of pulled pulled things, you know, in a different way. Yeah. And help you pull out of it out of that, you know, that depressive little state that a lot of us were that you know that's how we were coping you know yeah. um so this is a this is a great I mean, it, and it became a, I, I love that it became an opportunity for you um as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think i like the i like the community and every everything wrapped around it so much that i just wanted to figure out how i could burrow my way uh in more because it seemed just like a it seemed like a fun thing to be a part of mm-hmm. i just wanted to continue uh, being a part of it as much as uh, as much as possible creators in covid is brought to you by vero vero is a social network designed for connection not engagement i love it because it's a place for creators to be free from the algorithm and where episodes of this podcast will drop first 24 hours before anywhere else with a conversation about the episode to follow. That's right. Come to Vero and you get to have a conversation with me, Jenny Davis, and all of my friends and fans over there 24 hours before the rest of the world gets to see it. Download Vero for free from the App Store or Google Play and follow me, Jenny Davis, and share your thoughts and stories. And now on to the show. Cause I mean, I, I like to create 
things that, that that's what I do. So if I can do that around something else, around something I'm also passionate about, I think that's a perfect uh, mixture. And there's, and, and, and there's other content creators out there that inspire, that inspire me to do it. There's a bunch of great uh, like CrossFit and fitness content creators out there. Uh, there aren't just because I feel like a lot of people and not that I want to knock this, I guess, but a lot of content creators are just creating, you know, content just to hot products and stuff like that. But there's some of them out there that are just like creating it because they're passionate about it uh, and, and, and they really end up creating compelling, interesting things. And so those are the people that I sort of started to uh, uh, watch. And I think they really sucked suck me in. Uh, yeah. And so there's a way you can, you can create stuff around this, around some of the stuff and uh, continue to do it. And yeah. So I kind of went down that road uh, so far, so far so good. I mean, like I said, I've got some, some lofty uh, plans, like, like with my, uh, so my, my documentary idea and some other stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and I think we want to say, um, cause when, when we talked you and I talked about this before, um, one of the things that there's a myth that black people don't do, do CrossFit, there's a yeah. big, there's a substantial black community and, and within the CrossFit community is, uh, and yeah. that you found. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. There are black people that do, that do CrossFit. <laughs> I, was one that I didn't think that there was either. Cause I had, I hadn't seen more than like one or two, you know, at a time doing it, but there are, there are, you know, pockets around area that, that of black people that, that do it. Uh, I hope, I hope more people get into it. I think there's a bit of a barrier because of, uh, how expensive, you know, uh, a CrossFit membership is as opposed to a regular gym membership, like a regular gym membership might be like $32, you know, uh, your regular run the mill CrossFit gym might cost you $132 or 150 or sometimes even 200 for a monthly membership. So that's what you're paying a month. And so on a, on face value, you kind of look at that and say, well, why would I go here when I can just go to the, you know, local, you know, YMCA or whatever local franchise gym you have and go, you know, go do stuff there. Right. Like what's the, what's the point? Uh, but it, there's a, I know it's just different. Cause like you get, you get coaching, you get a bunch of stuff. There's really great community aspect. Like for me, I'm not a person that can, that does well just going to the gym alone with my headphones on and working out 10 times, you know, like, you know, seven days a week. I just, I don't think I can do that. Um, I, and I think that's why I made before CrossFit, I wasn't you know super, super, super into working out. Uh, I mean, I, I did a little bit, but just not as much as I do now, but I think the community aspect, you see the same people there, you know, there's kind of accountability, like, you know, show up for a while. Your people that you see at the gym might, might reach out to you and see what's going on. Oh, I haven't seen you in a while. What's going on? Why am she, I mean, just things like that, where you can normally at a regular gym, you know, if you lost the the will or drive to go, you just wouldn't go. And people just be like, Oh, I used to see that guy at the gym. I don't see him there anymore. And that's it. And you just kind of, you know, after it's easy to, you know, all of a sudden, before you know, it, you've been away for like a month or something like that. And and once you're away for a month, it's a lot easier to be gone for two months and two months can turn into a year and stuff like that. So uh, at least for me and the way that I'm wired, something like CrossFit or another functional fitness like gym that that has a similar structure with there's, there's a lot of those right now. Uh, I just think that that works a lot uh, mm-hmm. for me. And, and there's sort of a weird like shared language across the country. Like you can drop in at other CrossFit gyms across the country and you kind of know, you know, somewhat of the style of what they might be doing. Like there's not, there's not like programming that's like, like the same, like there's not necessarily a gym, you know, in Kansas is going to be doing the same thing that I'm doing at my gym here in Columbia, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, necessarily. 
uh, unless they're unless they're doing the same programming, there's different programming things you can subscribe to mm-hmm. uh, for a CrossFit gym. But there still is like I, if I go to a CrossFit gym, I sort of know what the deal is and know how things are going to go, and I mm-hmm. can dr- I can like pay a small fee and go to someone else's gym when I'm traveling, mm. and it's yeah, and and immediately you know get locked in, and so that's something that's something neat that okay. exists with. I think that's why it works for me. So. Um, it seems like the, the, the whole thing, the thing that got you in, in the first place in lockdown is that you can engage with other people. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, whereas, you know, with the, the gyms that others were part of, um, there kind of wasn't that unless you had your own friends that were part of it or whatever. So this does seem a, little, a bit different, you know, with the people at the actual gym, you know, forming a, their own community that you can you can reach out to when you had no one else. I, I love that. Yeah. Uh, gosh, I felt this is just turning into a gym talk. That's not what I meant to do. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's a, that's a really cool aspect of it that you can, yeah, that, it, yeah, that you can just kind of go to whatever gym, you know, go to a gym and immediately kind of fit, kind of fit right in mm-hmm. to the, to the slipstream. I think that's really cool. I, yeah, I really like that part. Yeah. Um, and there's a, and plus, I mean, just even with the content wise, I mean, a lot of the stuff that they do, it just looks really neat when you, photograph videotape it i think that's appealing to me like some of the like they have like a lot of high level gymnastics well not maybe a lot but like some you know higher level difficulty gymnastics movements are built into the sport of crossfit and heavy weightlifting and running and moving odd objects just things that things feats that that look really neat and somewhat superhuman sometimes uh so i think that that's it's cool to capture uh, stuff like that um and yeah, yeah so I, I, if it looks cool, you're, you're already going to kind of pull me in a little bit. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so, so, okay. So you're, you're in this space and you're, you've, you've even, you're even working on a documentary, but are you going to go back to, you know, the film festivals and the film sets and, you know, outside of CrossFit yeah. or is CrossFit gotcha? Uh, I'd like to do both if I could kind of split, split up a little bit. I think, I think they can both like sort of live, uh, uh, together because I, I do enjoy some of the film festival stuff and, and and some of those things also uh just trying to i'd love to find a balance like as more of those events and stuff start to happen on a regular basis again i'd love to still go to those and also and luckily with the timing of a lot of those things uh they sort of don't cut into each other for the most part like a lot of the, the times that the bigger CrossFit events happen and when film festivals happen, uh, they're, they're sort of like just missing each other. <laughs> uh, now, now, I mean, who knows once things start to really get going, if dates and stuff will change, but, but, uh, like the CrossFit season doesn't really get going till like, you, you know, like, like February ish. And then the bigger in-person things don't happen until a few months after that. So by that time, you know, like South by Southwest and Sundance and some of those bigger festivals have already passed. Uh, so they won't necessarily over, over overlap as much. So if I can, I what I'd love to do is kind of just all year round, be jumping back and forth between those two things. That would be the ideal uh, thing. And, you know, occasional working on occasional, you know, film set uh, stuff too if I could figure out, figure out a way to kind of get all that stuff going, uh, that would be, uh, ideal. Cause I still enjoy, you know, the feeling of being part of a, a, a film, film set crew and, uh, some of the red carpet stuff I, I like, I mean, not all of it's great. I mean, you, you have experience with that. It, it can be, a not yeah. the best 
face sometimes when things don't go great. But when it does go good, you can really get some interesting stuff um, at a lot of those events. So yeah, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to still do all of it if possible. Okay. So this is a temporary, I, I like that this is a temporary pivot yeah. um, until, uh, because the, the gyms and the sport, uh, the sports industry opened up way earlier and, yeah, and the, the movie industry the, and the film industry have, has been a, lo- a lot more cautious. I mean, I think they're just mm-hmm. now getting to where this fall where there's in-person film festivals. I've, I mean, I've only been, I've been to one um, myself here in Chicago, but um, right. they, I think that, you know, I think this weekend there's the AFI Fest American film industry and they're, they're just still kind of testing it out and they're still doing virtual. So they're still yeah. cautious, but um, right. this is a lot perfect. of people doing half, kind of half virtual, half in person, mm-hmm. you know, still trying to have a big virtual presence. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, ultimately, I'd love to still uh, continue with the CrossFit stuff and also sprinkle in uh, a lot of the, you know, the entertainment stuff I like. But yeah, but definitely maybe not letting one overshadow the other. I guess if I had my pick, maybe definitely a little bit more on the fitness side, probably, mm-hmm. but still not not uh, drop the entertainment stuff at all. Okay. So what is, what is your biggest lesson from all of this? The one thing you, you learned? Huh. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I get that a lot. Um, <laughs> um, I guess just to get out outside of your, uh, I mean, I guess get outside your comfort. Yeah. A little bit, get outside your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. Cause I guess I never thought I would be this into fitness stuff. I mean, not that I wasn't before, but I, I feel like this is a, a complete, uh, shit uh, for me. Um, it's something I wish I, I wish I would have done this sooner. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. like some of the benefits and a lot of the media people I've met too. It's all been it's all been really positive. So uh, mm-hmm. I wish this is I wish this is a shift that I would have been uh, been aware of earlier because I think I, I mean I could have you know there was still opportunity for me to kind of do what I'm doing now. I could have done it sooner, and you know I might be farther down the road now than mm-hmm. I am now. Uh, yeah yes that's something that i I wish i would have thought about uh but it just never it just never clicked for me and i think i needed things to slow down for it to for it to click Mm -hmm. uh paying attention uh, you know just being more aware of things and and what might interest you and what and what might not interest you i guess is a is a a good thing because i think everything was just moving so fast before before that that i didn't take take a chance to to breathe or pay attention to other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, had I done that, you know, I might've, I might've been, you know, uh, been a little bit farther along in my journey, which I mean, granted, it's not bad where I'm at now, but I, I would have been, you know, I could have been a lot farther along than I am now. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I can, I can imagine telling, you know, t- 2019 Corey, Hey, why don't you go look at CrossFit doing content for them? You probably would have laughed what? at me. Yeah, like, <laughs> what? I do that. I don't know what that means. I don't know <laughs> about that. Yeah, like, yeah. Let me just yeah. get on this red carpet, and you can just stand there being silly. Um. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't need to. I don't want to do that. Yeah, so it's totally different. Yeah, and yeah, and you're seeing a lot more. Uh, I don't want to say celebrities, but I guess some like bigger people like getting into functional fitness in some aspect or CrossFit in some aspect. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I may have the timing just may have worked out to where yeah. maybe it's the right time for me to be with it. You, you never really know stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Do you think more people are, are are falling into it like you did? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It definitely got a big uh, boost. There's a whole weird story with CrossFit, like that I kind of found out as I got into it. Like you know, things with their owner and not really wanting it to be. Uh, you know, wasn't really happy with what the sport was doing to the uh, 
the fitness aspect of them, make it, making it maybe seem unattainable for people and all kinds of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of, uh, um, I don't want to say tried to destroy it, but just like there's just been a bunch of turmoil. And so they kind of, they were on an upswing and then it kind of died off for a second. And then with the pandemic happening, it kind of uh, gave them a bit of a boost because they changed ownership. Uh, Mm -hmm. They started promoting it more. People were looking for a fitness thing because of being locked in. A lot of gyms were closed. And so a lot of people were looking for some fitness stuff. And so I think, you know, coming out of it, they've kind of really gotten ahead of steam. So uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I think it might be a similar situation where people kind of found it because there's, there is content out there on it if you're if you're looking for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think a lot of people are looking for fitness content right now. Yeah, I know it's big on Instagram for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so one one of the reasons why I'm doing this is just you know for posterity and to you know kind of get show what you know creators were what it was like creating content for at this time. So if um, we have some you know maybe kids and high school kids or college kids looking back at this you know 20 years from now, what do you want them to know about this time for you in the photography world? You know, as a photographer, what do you want them to know about this uh, this time? Um. Oh gosh. I don't, oh, it's I don't, a cameraman. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't. I don't know. Huh. That is a. That's a tough question. Um. I guess just keep keep creating stuff, even when you know you can always pivot and and find ways to use what you uh use the tools that you have uh you know and point it towards things that you're passionate about because I think that's that's what I did. I became really passionate about this thing. And so I tried to use my camera, uh, to, to help promote that and to get deeper into it. Um, and I, I think I just, uh, you know, kind of go with what, what draws you in, so to speak. Uh, hopefully that's a positive thing. Uh, sometimes maybe things that aren't so positive draws in, but if there's something positive, that's kind of drawing you in, uh, pay attention to that and uh, move towards it and see what, see what happens. I guess. I think that's, that's kind of what happened with me. You've been listening to the Creators in COVID podcast. Many thanks to the Vero Social App for their partnership in this podcast, to Corey Ransberg for sharing his story, and to you for spending your time with us. Come back next week for a new story and hear it first on the Vero platform where we drop the episode and discuss it 24 hours before the episode premieres everywhere else.